Well, he said, considering I've already met her, I'd say it is my time, it seems. He stopped talking as he stared in amused shock at the slip of a lass with long golden hair. She paused in her flight, turned toward him and, grinning, waved a farewell before turning her back to him once more. He started toward the lass, her smile as blindingly white as the now full moon, but Yolanda put up a hand. Before he could move away, she grasped him. His entire body went rigid as she curled her long fingers around his arm. He could have broken free if he'd had the ability to move, but that was the thing he'd always heard about Sears. Once they touched you, they stole your capacity to move as they saw into your future. His feet felt heavy as stones as Yolanda's nails dug into his skin and her violet eyes speared him. "'Tis near time yet,' she pressed. "'Why?' he demanded. Yolanda hissed between her teeth, her breath coming out in white circles as if it were freezing cold out, not as warm as it was. Wariness stirred deep within him as she spoke. "'Because it is too soon. "'She will come to you again, "'but this time in battle, "'bathed in blood and marked by a heart.' "'What do you mean she will come to me?' "'he found himself asking, "'even though he had never wanted to know his future. "'Yolanda didn't seem to hear his question. "'She looked through him as if he was not there. "'To your knees she will bring ye, "'and for her ye will betray everything ye hold dear.' Cameron jerked, his denial surging through his veins. A near do such a thing. He will, Yolanda said flatly, in a voice so eerily certain that his gut twisted. Ye will betray your king, your family, the very honour ye cloak yourself with. The tick from earlier began to pound in his jaw. A near do these things for a lass, nor any other, he growled. Yolanda's mouth pulled into a thin smile. I only tell you what I've seen. Your vision is cloudy then, seer, he ground out. Perchance, she said, with a shrug that contradicted the surety of her tone. But I don't believe so. She is the mate of your heart and the enemy of your clan. With her comes life and death, born of your choices. He looked past the seer, toward where the lass had disappeared. The powerful urge to search for her despite what he just heard swept over him, leaving him vexed. He locked gazes with Yolanda once more. I will always put my family, my king, and my honour above all else. So says the blind man, Yolanda replied, releasing him. Your eyes have just begun to be opened to lasses. He could not help but laugh at that, I assure you, seer, I've seen lasses for a good while. Nay, you have used lasses to cope with the loneliness you bring to yourself. Her words struck so close to the truth that a knot formed in his chest. That lass, she pointed to where the girl had last been, will catch you like a fly in a web of longing. Cunning her will lead you all the way out of the prison you've created, by allowing your past to overshadow your future. Enough, he snapped, not wishing to hear one more word about a future he'd never let come to pass. I bid you good night, he growled and moved away. Behind him, Yolanda chuckled. You cannot run from your future. 
Who's running from it? He called back, without stopping his flight. I'm racing toward it. There are two lovely lassies waiting for me, and I intend to see them both. What see you to that? She laughed. I see it will be amusing to watch a blind man stumble in the dark. Blind man, he muttered, ignoring the curious gazes of the people he passed. She's the one who's lost her sight. Yes, that was it. He was certain of it. Because the future, she foretold, was simply not possible. Even on the slightest chance that it was, he knew of it now, and he would not allow himself to become so attached to a lass that he was willing to sacrifice honour, family, or king. He was worthy of the MacLeod name, and he'd never do anything to confirm otherwise.